Hey, um, welcome to the first episode of Whatever Happens Happens podcast. My name is Breeze, your host, and yeah, if it gets a little, little awkward, don't mind me, just um, try my best to get used to talking to myself. I mean, I talk to myself, I feel like, a lot, but not recording it or having it be for other people to listen to. You know, I talk to myself all the time about specific things that I feel like I need to talk about, like talking about my plans, talking about what I need to do, talking about a routine, talking about, you know how I feel about somebody, I don't know, just things like that, um, if you hear purring, or meow, or clicking, my cat's on my desk right now, he is just chilling, if you hear the bell, that's his little bell, um, but I wanted to, you know, have a place to record certain things that I'm feeling or certain vibes or things that I'm interested in or you know whatever I thought if I was going to talk to myself I might as I might as well make a podcast you know I might as well have a place that I can re-listen to my rambles or like have a place for my rambles and I was like you know the best place to do it is here and or, you know, in this form, you know, to just talk about whatever. Um, and I feel like music plays a big part, you know. So with music, I feel like we all use Spotify for music. Music, audiobooks, recently, now, for whatever reason. I don't know, we have a bunch of, like, audiobook places, and it's it's interesting none of the audiobooks are good on spotify i mean actually no i take that back i do take that statement back most most of them are are not books that at least i listen to i'm gen z so i read a lot of like um like fantasy books you know like i i've read akatar i've read fourth wing i've read um Harry Potter, you know, Kingdom of the um Wicked, like fantasy, like romance books, you know what I mean? And oh, they're so good. They're so good. Oh my god. Don't even get me started. I'm rereading the Akatar books. And when I tell you, it is so good. It's so freaking good. And I really do enjoy reading Um, but I feel like a lot of the generation, like, this generation does, but I feel like it's for different reasons than if you were to read, like, an information book on, I don't know, coding or those, like, how to code for dummies or, or how to use Facebook for dummies, you know, the, it's like the yellow book with, like, the dude on the cover, it's really weird, there's a whole bunch of them, there's, like, I don't even know how many there are, but there's a bunch, like, things like that, it's different than these kinds of books and the authors who write these books 
you know, romance, fantasy, thriller, mystery, like all of them, all nonfiction books, I feel like if you read them, it's a way to get out of whatever like life you have not saying you know they're bad obviously but I feel like it is a way to kind of not only escape but to kind of like live a life that's not your own and that you won't be able to live if that makes sense you know people are always talking about this is what I'm gonna do to be a billionaire this is what I'm gonna do to make my own company and this is what I'm gonna do to create a product that everyone is gonna use and it gets popular um with fantasy books in particular it's something that is unattainable we will never be little fae people with magical powers and wings and a tall, dark-haired, grew, like, grumpy dude who's, like, hundreds of years old and for some reason has, like, an interest in you for whatever reason and, like, it just, it's very unattainable, un- unattainable things, especially in Thriller 2 even. There's a lot of, like, horror books as well that just won't be able to happen or, they do, but it's to a less extreme level. You know what I mean? Um, which I feel like that's why, you know, people kind of strive to read like those kinds of books because they're very... I need you over here because your tail. Thank you. Um, I mean, for me personally, I like reading because it kind of does take a mind off of a lot of things. It takes everything off of, like, what you have to do and what is what you need to do. You know, like, your expectations in life are lowered because you're not here. You know, you're there. When you're reading, it's very much, this is the story this is the character, whatever. Some people like to self-insert. Some people are like, I'm the main person. I'm the main girl. I'm the main chick. I'm a badass, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, relax. You do you. Love that for you. Um, but I know a lot of people do read them just for like the romance. I know a lot of people like Akatar, for example, because of I, I don't I wouldn't say politics. I would say there's more like romantic sexual tension than politics. And that might be a stretch because the whole gist is there's a curse and like oh, you know, she's there to f- like help break it. But I think there's more romance you know, like, the whole point of her going to Prithian is because she needs to fall in love with the dude, you know, she needs to fall in love with Tamlin, she needs to, you know, save the world by falling in love with a fae man, a fae blondie that we find out is a booty hoe and we don't like him, um, like things like that 
like you can talk about books just as much as you can talk about tv series because tv series are really books in movie form which is why there's a lot of adaptations and also what i realized is most of like the popularized like tv shows and movies are from books they're from books and they're also from um things like that you know the most popular books become movies divergent the maze runner for example very very popular movies from the 2010s i didn't realize they came from books till years later and i was like i need to read these um harry potter you know you kind of expected there's some there's some movies that you do know came from books like harry potter i feel like everyone knew that they came from the books because i feel like everybody was so excited during that time to read it all um i don't know it's interesting a lot of people have very different values on books some people don't mind breaking them in some people don't like to break the spine or to dog ear the paper or to like make it look like somebody has read it because some people like having them in like their own personal library and it looks pretty on the shelf and most of the time when you are an avid reader you don't read half of the things that you own you kind of want to read what you don't have which is what i've realized as i accumulated a good chunk of books is there's a lot of books that i haven't read on my shelf that i don't want to read there's a lot of things that i want to read but the things on my book shelf are not them even though okay even though they're not bad books i'm looking at my bookshelf now there's a lot of books that i know i will love I just haven't gotten around reading them. I haven't found the perfect time. I haven't found the time that I wanted to read them. You know, I feel like that's a struggle everyone can, like, lean to. But something that I do know, something that helps me get more immersed into books is whenever I have a playlist. There's a ton of playlists for, like, like insert book name vibes or you know this is what falling in love with blah 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 is like everyone is so creative because sometimes songs do define what a person's values are and like insecurities and things like i don't know um off the top of my head if somebody were to put fight song into a playlist of like character vibes maybe they're very into like making I don't know I don't know they're just strong they're very powerful I guess like they know when to take down a fight or they're strong willingly mindfully um but music does define 
the reading experience. I feel like it also defines the experience of life. There's people who cannot go a day without music. I cannot go a day without music. If I have no music, I'm dead. If I have no if I have no music playing 24/7, I'm not alive. I'm just a zombie living in a human world. You know, if there's no music coming from a headphone that is in my ear, I might as well be sleeping. I might as well I'm I'm gone. I'm not even here. Who who am I? You know? Like I am not me without headphones. I am not me without a favorite song every other week. Um but with music, you're able to kind of express or you're you're able to understand how you're feeling with the music you're listening to. If you're listening to a depressing ass song, most of the time either you enjoy that kind of melody or you really do resonate with the words that the like artist is, you know, singing. You know, there's this one song that um I can't remember if it has words, but it's a very sad song. It's called Think of Me Once in a While, Take Care. And there's this one cover on it on TikTok, fairly recent, maybe a week ago, of um, it on violin. And it is gorgeous. It is a gorgeous cover. It is a gorgeous song. It is a very sad song. You know, there's a comment that says this is what grief sounds like, which is a whole nother topic. Specific emotions linked to specific sounds is so human of us because the names that we have made for these emotions are so they're interesting you know what I mean like if we didn't if we didn't have the word anger how could we describe anger without the word anger or like words that correlate with that emotion you know what I mean like we can't really express things if we don't know how to, I guess, because if you can't find the right words, it's hard, which is why a lot of people kind of keep it the, the, uh, which is why a lot of people keep it to themselves, but also, I have noticed that at least in this generation, I can't remember, I'm Gen Z, I think I said that, (laughs) oh well, um, but I know this generation, we keep a lot of things to ourselves. I realize that this generation is very much, um, we love music, we love reading, watching movies, watching TV, we love doing things that are fun rather than, like, setting ourselves up because, I don't know, this generation is kind of odd. We don't really have something to look forward to like structurally in our life wise because there's just no point you know there's people working two jobs and barely being able to afford a rent in a place that is so small they wouldn't even be able to raise an animal you know or even then a place that they can't even like sustain themselves And it really is a sad experience, and I truly am. I'm scared of, like, growing up. I'm scared of a lot of things, and one of them is just, I guess, like, 
being being someone that people see and someone who takes opinions of another person like somebody looking at me from across the street and saying oh my god like I love her hair or she looks like a mean person or she looks like a person you know like I am a physical like person like a being of matter with thoughts emotions etc I do it all the time you know I do it all the time I think about people all the time and I feel like when you're out at least with people in this generation and I can only speak for Gen Z it might be completely different all I know is we're very like self-critical rather than critical of others um I mean our generation did it we did create a lot of interesting things I will say a lot of things that are very nostalgic you know from our childhood because you know our generation grew up with the internet the internet grew up with us and we grew up with the internet you know the first iphone probably was made i don't even know let me search this up phone made 2007 so yeah in gen z yeah the first iphone was made whenever gen z was born gen z started gen z time oh my god sorry it's my cat Gen Z is from 1997 to 2012. Yeah, we grew up with the prime time of the internet. We had just started figuring out what the internet was, what the internet can do. There was no restrictions. Um, and if there was, they were very, like, hesitant, not well thought out, not the best like authorizations <laughs> like they were bad okay i grew up in a very strict household so like there's a lot of restrictions and sometimes i'm grateful for it but sometimes i'm not i feel like there's a was a there's a lot of things that i'm learning now and things that i've been seeing now that i feel like i should have experienced and known like years ago and a long time ago and I feel like I'm you know I'm grateful for not having to deal with it at such a young age but I don't think I have the capacity to endure it now now that you know I have so much thoughts and like I'm so like human i'm so i'm so independent i'm an independent human and i feel like everybody my age or at least most are you know and i say independent human as like if you are probably about 14 up 13 up is when you kind of start branching out of 
relying on people, relying on your parents or your friends or really anyone. But I mean it in like a personality way. I mean, yes, as you grow, your personality will change and, you know, it will change even when you're like 35. You know, like the brain stops. When does? Let me actually search this up because this is like a big topic. I feel like when does the brain stop developing? In the 20s, early adolescence. Hey, excuse me. The brain finished developing and maturing in the mid to late 20s. The part of the brain behind the forehead called the prefrontal cortex is one of the last parts to mature. So, really, is what I'm noticing, is most of the time, you, I mean, this is what I'm getting. If your brain stops maturing at 25, give or take, I feel like there's a lot of things that you shouldn't experience until you're 25. You know what I mean? This generation, who are very much drinking, very much smoking, nothing wrong with that. There's literally, I've done, like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, that. It's an, it's an addiction for sure. Like it definitely grows an addiction. And there's a lot of people who like are on TikTok or on YouTube and are starting to try and quit, but they can't because they did it at such a young age. And that age is so potentially able to like change your code, like change who you are as a person. Um... When you do stuff like that, it really does change, like, your outlook on things and, like, how you react. You know, like, I don't know. You vape and all of a sudden you can't vape. Like, if you can't vape at a certain time, you get stressed or anxious or, you know, things like that. And it's interesting for sure because, you know, it's hard It is hard to break habits and a lot of people have addictive personalities like they can get addicted to a person, they can get addicted to certain things and things like that and I feel like there is, there's things that is, that there's a good, there's some good things to be addicted to but also if you have too much of something, it is bad for you. If you have, if you work out too much, you could strain something or, you know, something could happen to your body and then you can't do that anymore. If you are addicted to, you know, I don't know, just doing something that's good for you, there's going to be a certain point if you do it too much or too often or multiple times a day, it can be bad for you. And I feel like that can go with anything. If you have an addiction to anything, it's bad. You know what I mean? If you have an addiction to caffeine, it's bad for you because it can cause heart problems. If you have an addiction to vaping or smoking, that's bad because it can damage your lungs over time. Drinking, liver, kidney, um, like, 
anything, if you have too much carbs, you know, you gain pounds, you gain a few, you get some extra weight on there. Um, like anything can correlate to anything, you know, you have to find the good median and it's hard to find that right median because everyone is living their first life and knows nothing. Everyone is learning from each other. And then it's like, who was the first person to think of doing skincare? Who was the first person to even think about moisturizer? Who was the first person to think about eating three times a day? You know, who was the person to sit here and be like, oh my God, you want to know what would change everything if we put these parts together and it make a PC? Like, who thought about a keyboard? Who said, hey, let me make buttons of each letter and then in this space you can type and it'll be like a fast typing so you can like write whatever you want you know everything is so complex I feel like now it's hard to find that kind of limit with now you know we all learn from everything we all are able to change opinions and learn from other people which is why learning from other people it depends on how you grow up we learn from everything we are constant learners we are constant achievers and dreamers and thinkers we never stop thinking even when we are dreaming and like snoozing we're thinking okay um it's hard it's hard. It's hard. When I I want to experience everything. I want to know what everything feels like. I I want to be able to exist and be able what's the word? To be able to understand everyone and be there for everyone. But I can't. Like I can't do that. I can't sit here and sympathize with somebody when I haven't even dealt, I mean, it's different from being, being with them, you know, being there for them. I cannot, I, I can't sympathize with somebody with dealing with something that I've never dealt with because I don't know, I don't know how I would be feeling. I have an idea, I have an idea of emotions that I would be feeling, but I don't know for sure because it's different for everyone. If someone got a cat and they're allergic, I'm not allergic to cats. I won't know what that allergy feels like. So if I have a cat with me and they become allergic and they get an allergic reaction, I can only sympathize to a certain extent because I don't know how they're feeling. I don't know the specifics on their allergy or how bad it is or you know, what they deal with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can explain it to me, but that doesn't mean that I'll fully understand because we're all experiencers. We want to experience it to understand it. And I feel like with music and with reading and with watching TV and everything that I've been talking about, it does correlate to that. If we don't experience a song, we don't know it exists. We hear it on TikTok. We hear it on YouTube. We hear it in the mall. We're like, what is this song? And we find it and we listen to it. 
And at least for me, if I get into a song, I will listen to it forever. It is my song until I find another one. There's this one song. It's called End of Beginning by Dejo. Very popular song on TikTok right now. I found it from TikTok. And it's my song right now. It is my song. I have been listening to it probably every single day, multiple times a day for the past week. And there's about four-ish other songs like that. Four other songs. I have a whole list. Okay, I scroll down on my playlist. I say, "Mm, I don't want to listen to these. I want to listen to this. And I put the same four songs on. Past two weeks, the same songs. And I'm fine with it. I'm completely okay with it. I'm not, I'm not bored. Okay, I sing along, you know. Uh, It's not until I find a new song to take its place that I'm really like, okay, I don't want to really listen to the song right now. That new Beyonce song Oh my god, dude. I listen to that song maybe 20 times a day. I wish I was kidding. I don't even like country. I don't I don't like songs like that. But I saw the dances and everything and I was like, huh, I really like this and I listened to it. And now I try listening to it. I can't. I can't. I don't I don't know why. I sang along to it two days ago. Why can't I listen to it now? You know what I mean? <sighs> I don't know. I just wanna like I wanna take my brain wash it under a sink, and put it back on. I feel like everything inside needs a really cold bath just to have a reset because there's a lot of things that I wish I didn't know. A lot of things I wish I didn't see and experience and, you know, people are always like, you're putting yourselves in, like, like whatever you experience, you put yourself there. You know what I mean? Like, if you go out of your way to, like, try and search something up, that is your fault for knowing what you find out. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, well, did you know it was going to be a bad thing? You know, did you know that it was going to be bad? Did you know that searching up what, whatever that phobia is with the tiny holes, that you were going to become anxious or whatever, or, like, become uncomfortable? Bitch, I don't like the holes. I don't have whatever the tripod phobia is. Um, but, like, I don't get, I don't get anxious. I just don't like it. I'm like, keep that away from you. What is your problem? Nothing wrong with the people who have it, you know, but like, I don't want to, I didn't want to see that, but I searched it up anyway, even though it like technically it didn't hurt me. Technically it didn't like damage anything. It's just, eh, you know what I mean? Like it was, eh, I could have spent my time learning, like, quantum physics, and I spent my time looking at holes and saying, "Mm, am I getting anxious right now? (laughs) Um, am I getting a little bit uncomfortable? (laughs) I could be solving world, I could, I could be finding out how to make an astronaut, how to make a, a plane, a rocket. I could learn how to make a rocket. Instead, I was thinking, "Mm, do these holes make me uncomfortable? Do I find this dog breed cute? And I could be I could be literally creating a new math equation, a new way of math. I could literally write the most intricate, powerful book ever. Instead, mm, 
which My Melody character are you? Which Hello Kitty character am I? Which character from this TV show am I? You know, the quizzes on fucking BuzzFeed? And, or, mm, what cat breed am I? Rather than searching up how to, like, learn how to code or do something like that. You know, we we have a lot of time on our hands. People say that we have less time than we think, but I really feel like we have a lot of time. We have a lot of time for doing nothing, okay? We don't have a lot of time for doing what we need to do, but we definitely have a lot of time to be bored and to sit around and to do stuff. Um, and I guess it kind of correlates with, like, the topic for today with, you know, music and everything and what we do as interests and, like, shaping us. Because really, like, when we listen or watch something, we really do feel it, you know? Um, there's something that I feel like a lot of people know now that didn't, but there's a thing and your brain can't differentiate what a fictional character is and what a real-life person is. So, like, when you're reading or watching or experiencing whatever, your brain can't comprehend that they're not real. So, you, which is also why I feel like if you watch, and this is an example, peop, so D-Jo, the band, I think it's D-Jo or Dejo something, the, like, main singer... I can't remember his name. Hold on. Um, Joe Keery. Keery. Joseph David Keery. He is DJ. He is that singer. And um, people on TikTok were posting TikToks with the end of the beginning song. Being like, you know, Joe Carey doesn't want to be Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. Because that's where he got popular. You know, that character is where he got popular. But since we can't differentiate fictional characters from our head to real characters, if we watch a TV show and, you know, that's like the big shot. Like, everybody, everyone and their mom knows who that like actor or actress is with that name and with that character obviously it's going to be hard to differentiate oh the actor from the character if it's like a really well-known and like popular show like stranger things um and then also it really depends if you like push other roles and the other roles get popular it's it's hard you know, it, it is, it's very interesting and hard. I didn't even know his name, Joe Carey. I didn't even know his name. All I know is that he played Steve in Stranger Things. You know, I, I am, I am one with the people with that. I am one out of many. I am one from the hundreds of thousands of people who only know Joe Carey as Steve Harrington. I, I, I was listening to DJ before I figured out he was the musician, you know, I was listening to Feel Alright and Roadie and like all of those songs before I even found out it was him, 
And my first thought wasn't, oh, that's so cool. My first thought was, oh my god, like, this dude from this TV show that is very popular that I have enjoyed and accumulated time to watch is the musician for these songs that I really enjoy and, like, I feel really strongly about. Like, that has happened to me before. There's this one, Matt Maltese, which (laughs) I'm seeing, I'm seeing that man for... I'm seeing that man in two weeks, two and a half weeks for a, his tour. It's so exciting. So exciting. What are you doing? Oh my god, my cat's eating. Um, But I'm seeing that man in two and a half weeks. And I'm so excited. But when I first started listening to him, like really listening to him, I only listened to like one song from him. And it was his demo song, like, the first song he ever put out. And I didn't really, like, think about him. I didn't think, oh, this is Matt Maltese. You know, I didn't really think of him. I thought of the song. And then I started kind of listening more into his music. And then I found out after knowing that he made that, like, super popular song back in, like, 2020, uh... I don't even remember what it's called. Uh, 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 you know what I mean. The famous Matt Maltese song. Um, where it's like the meteor or like, um, let me see. Hold on, actually. It's like something with Maltese. It is As the World Caves In very popular song his most popular song actually um and that came out a while ago that came out i think in like 20 20 2018 2019 it came out in 2018 and it got super popular it's his most popular song and people only knew him from that song But I knew him from, like, his first song, and then I realized that he made the As the World Caves In, and I sat there, and I was like, oh my god, there's no way. You know what I mean? Like, these two people are the same, like, people. I was like, these two people are the same people? This person made this really popular song, and he's the same person who made a song that I listened to on repeat for, like, three months? And then I just started listening to his other songs, and, you know now I'm going to a concert so if I didn't like his music I wouldn't be going (laughs) um which is crazy too because people have the creative capacity to create music to sit here and create beats and lyrics with symbolism that people can relate to it is crazy what our mind is capable of it's crazy like what we are and what we have created and what we continue to create and like hobbies and you know things that we enjoy and you know how people might enjoy this one thing and the other person doesn't it's very interesting you know um i feel like that's something to talk about on the next episode something to talk about for the next little snippet um i would like to start wrapping up you know 
human emotions, blah, 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 everything like that. And I hope you liked the first episode of this podcast. I'm going to try and upload at least once a week, maybe twice a week. No, once every two weeks is what I meant. Um, because I don't know how often I'll be able to record. Um, but I feel like this is nice. You know what I mean? I don't know if you're listening. If you are, great experience. I, I'm having a great time. You know, I've talked about this many times, but I feel like it's just, it's, it's different than just talking just to talk and talking to know that you're posting it somewhere, somewhere. It, it creates an ex it, it creates an expectation you don't realize is there you know um but yeah thank you for listening in and enjoying and i'll see you in the next episode peace 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 peace